Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the On My Mind podcast. I'm your host, Ava Jules. It's been a minute, two weeks to be exact, which is technically not that long, but it felt like far too long to go without talking to you all. I know the past two Wednesdays, I kind of left you hanging with no podcast, but I took a little bit of an intentional break and I just needed to reset. I feel like there's so much going on in life. And so I took a little break, but I'm back. I'm so excited to be talking with you today. I hope you've been doing well. I can't believe it's May. I can't believe summer is almost here. I know a lot of you are graduating right now, whether that's from high school or college. So congrats if that's you. And even if you're not quite graduating yet, summer is a amongst us, which means you can stop worrying about school for a little bit unless you're doing summer classes. But (laughs) either way, I feel like summer is, I don't know, just my favorite time of year. I know there's some people who agree with me and are like, summer's the best time of year. I feel the most happy. The energy is the best. And then there's other people who actually thrive in like the wintertime and don't really like summertime. So I don't know, which is so interesting to me. I actually have a few friends that prefer like winter, which I don't get, but to each their own. I don't even know where to begin with all of this because you all know me. The fact that I can do episodes week after week and always have something to talk about means that having two weeks without brain dumping on all of you means that there's so much to talk about, which is why I kind of wanted to just do a little chatty episode, catch up with you, because it's been a while. If you've been looking at my YouTube or my Instagram, you kind of are caught up with what's going on, but you all know I like to dive deeper with the podcast, actually have some quality one-on-one time, and for some reason, I just feel like on the podcast, we just, I don't know, get into the thick of stuff. I feel like Instagram is all very like curated photos. YouTube videos are kind of like the high highlights of certain moments and then the podcast I kind of just talk and talk and talk so that's kind of what I wanted to do today I just miss you all so much and there's a lot that has been on my mind and I must say not having done this podcast for two weeks there was just a lot going on in here and I had nowhere to put it all so it's just been bubbling up which means I'm very ready for this episode it's long overdue I actually did a really fun shoot today with my friend Lala. We actually did an episode together. If you listened to that recently, she was the photographer that I had on. A super good episode. She's a great entrepreneur. You should definitely listen to it. If you want to get into that business mindset, maybe start your own business or you're into photography, definitely give that episode a listen. But she recently bought her own studio space in Hawaii, which isn't popular here. I feel like in places like LA and New York City, there's a plethora of studio options, photographers having their own studio studio spaces but in Hawaii that's kind of an industry that I feel like it's kind of lacking here and so the fact that she has a studio is so cool we did a little shoot today a podcast shoot which I'm so excited about and I just wanted to have some fun spicy podcast photos I don't know the more I get older because I'm getting so much older clearly uh I just am loving the podcast more and more and it's definitely a platform I want to pour into more and I can see myself just doing this for a really long time. Thus, I'm taking care of it like it is my damn child. And I also want to, you know, build up the Instagram for it. So if you don't follow the Instagram, it's at my mind pod on Instagram and there's going to be some fun, fresh, spicy new photos soon. So we did a little shoot today. It was super fun. I vlogged it. So you get to see that in my upcoming YouTube video. That was great. 
I've been kind of a busy, busy gal lately. I feel like, first of all, I've been very social, which I've talked about a lot on this podcast, but there was a period in my life, a period of time, kind of recently in the last few years where I just was very antisocial. I kind of kept to myself a lot, didn't really, you know, put myself out there with making new friends, even seeing friends super often that I had already had. And I went through this phase of that and I have talked about this before, but I feel like sometimes I'll do the extremes where I just go off the deep end of being alone. And when I was learning how to be by myself, initially when I moved into my apartment by myself, I was just alone a lot because I thought that was the only way to do it. But now I've found a good balance and I've been really loving to be social lately. It's been my favorite thing. I've made so many amazing new friends recently and also just have been building on existing friendships. I really want to do a friendship episode, like navigating friendships in your 20s, making friends in your 20s, because friendships in your 20s are whole different ballgame than when you're in your teenage years even as you're going through school high school or college it's a lot different like post kind of grad life maintaining friendships and it's just it feels so different it's kind of a episode I want to do especially as someone who had a lot of social anxiety and sometimes I still do but I feel like I've worked on it so much and kind of have just honestly done exposure therapy of putting myself out there. I've made some amazing new friends recently and it's just been the best. I've been super social, which has been so nice. I also have just been very busy with work stuff. Speaking of something very exciting is happening today. We're launching a new sun glow shirt, which is so exciting. Literally just a one t-shirt, one product launch. I showed it on the sun glow Instagram and my personal Instagram if you want to check it out, but those shirts launched today. So I've been doing a lot of work for that different photo shoots, getting social posts ready. It's a really cute little cream colored soft t-shirt like we've done before with a cute little sun design on the back. It's definitely going to be a go-to for summer wardrobe. I love wearing big t-shirts. They're just my favorite thing to wear. I'm wearing one right now. I'm feeling very cozy. So I've been working on that and also just regular life stuff. I feel like just keeping up with adulthood bills and cleaning my apartment and shit and, you know, just kind of getting all of that taken care of because I was gone for two weeks. I went on a two-week trip, which you all probably know about because I talked about it in my last episode, but I went to Australia for the first time, which was the best experience ever. I'll talk about that in a little bit, but that was kind of a long trip for me. And so coming back, I feel like I was just hit with a lot of different work things, wanting to see my friends, wanting to see my family. So I feel like now I'm starting to settle back into a routine. I feel a lot more settled now. I've been home for two weeks and it's kind of taken the entire two weeks that I've been home to kind of get back into the groove that I was in. But before I get into my whole Australia experience, because Oh my gosh, I just have so much to say about Australia. I love Australia. I just had the best time, but there's a few other life updates, as you all know, because it's been two weeks, which means a lot has happened, kind of, but also like not really. I'm kind of racking my brain now and I'm like, did I even do anything the last two weeks? I don't know. I properly surfed for the first time, (laughs) which was quite an experience. I feel like people always assume that people who live in Hawaii or are from Hawaii know how to surf. And unfortunately, the answer is no. I feel like it's a common misconception. It's not not common because there's most people, I don't even know most, but like a lot of people do surf here, but I just didn't grow up surfing. My dad loves to surf. He goes really often. My sister knows how, 
And for some reason, it kind of just passed right over me. But recently, I've found a new interest in it. And I've been really wanting to get better at it because I love to go. The thing, the problem is not that I don't want to go. The problem is that I'm not super good at it. I'll put myself out there. I'll get on a board and like not really know what I'm doing, but have the best time and get just absolutely wrecked. But that to me, it's just like the event of going. I love being out in the water, but I went with some friends. We did a little staycation at Turtle Bay, which is a resort here on the North Shore, and they did a little surf experience with us at the Jamie O'Brien Surf Experience. It's over there and so cool. We got to do a little lesson with the instructors there and some of our friends who literally are amazing surfers, but it was so fun. Got to longboard, and I actually did pretty well, which was really exciting. In the past, I've been able to like stand up for a little bit, but like nothing impressive. And I'm always left feeling like, oh, I wish I could properly stand up for a little bit and like feel good about it. So having an instructor, I've never taken a surf lesson, but having someone there to kind of like coach you through it honestly was so helpful. So I'm kind of getting into that now, which I'm really excited about. I feel like something that I used to shy away from, especially The older I get is just trying new things and I feel like you get to a certain age where you're like, uh, I know what I know how to do and I don't know what I don't know how to do and that's kind of just that. You don't really expand into trying new things just because sometimes you feel silly because there's people who've been doing it since childhood, whatever it is, or people who are experienced and I feel like it gets to a point where you're just like, I'm too old to try new things, which is so untrue and I'm trying to work on that with myself of being like, I don't have to know how to do something to enjoy it and it's okay to not be good at something. It's okay to start something new. It's also so refreshing to do that and I feel like, I don't know, I just have been wanting more hobbies lately. I feel like all of my hobbies that I do have have kind of morphed into work stuff. At first it was shooting film. I love shooting film and then that kind of goes along with what I do for a job and also even reading. I love to read, but in the back of my head when I'm reading, I'm like, okay, I need to remember what I'm reading because I'm going to do a video about this. I'm going to talk about it on my Instagram, whatever it is. It seems silly, but I feel like I don't have anything that's really just a hobby. So that's been something I've been really liking to do and I'm hoping to kind of And I'm hoping to kind of work on that more this summer, get out there more, very fun. I'm by no means trying to be a professional, but I do want to be better at it because I love to go. I've always liked to go. I've never gone super often, maybe like once, twice a year, but I'm trying to, I've been going more often lately, which has been really nice because I love the beach. I love the ocean in general. So doing an activity that goes along with that is just so fun. This one's kind of random, but I'm really proud of myself because I'm feeling like a little barista. I made a strawberry matcha for the first time. I saw JC do it in her vlog. She's one of the co-hosts of What We Said, which is one of my favorite podcasts. And she has a YouTube channel. I was watching her make a strawberry matcha and I was like, oh my gosh, I should do that. I literally have the ingredients and like the blender to do that why don't I make an at-home strawberry matcha? So I did that. There's a little tutorial in my YouTube video that's going up today, but that tasted so good. I'm feeling like a barista recently and I'm not gonna lie. I've kind of been overdoing it with the caffeine lately just because adjusting to the time difference from Australia to here was a whole debacle. And also I just feel like my energy because I've been trying to fit so much into my days, my energy has kind of been low. So I've been not shy 
to caffeine lately. I've been watching some new movies recently, which they're not new to anyone, I feel like, except for me. I'm so uncultured when it comes to movies because I feel like I've always just been more of a showgirl, like a show person. I like to watch shows, but Micah is such a movie connoisseur. I feel like he's watched pretty much everything and anything, and so he has always been the one to kind of introduce me to new music, or not music, new uh, movies, and that's been so fun. Literally, a lot of them are classics that I somehow have never watched, but we recently watched, uh, what is it called? Inception, which is so old, but that one really stuck with me. It is such a mind-warping movie. I'm not even going to begin to talk about it because I know most of the world has already watched it, but if you haven't, on the off chance that you haven't, you totally should. It's like a kind of psychological movie, and I love, love, love movies like that. I love movies or even shows or books that kind of play a mind game on you and just make you so confused and question everything. I love shit like that, so that was a really good movie. Also, speaking of movies, a new Hunger Games is coming out. It's not a new one. Like, I know the original actors and actresses aren't going to be in there. Like, it's not a sequel, but it's a prequel. It's called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, I think. I started reading that book a few months ago. I never ended up continuing to read it, but now that I know a movie's coming out, I really want to. I think I just never got into it because I was kind of in a reading slump when I tried, but it is a prequel to The Hunger Games, and I think it takes place around the 10th annual Hunger Games, and then like the original Hunger Games movies is like the 74th, so there's a significant amount of time that goes on in between it, but it kind of explains the beginning stages of it all, and I think Hunter Schaefer, I don't know if that's how you pronounce the name, but I think Hunter's in it, which is so cool. I'm really excited to watch that. I don't know if it comes out in September or November, something like that. I think it's this fall, but I'm really, really excited about that. Also, I think It Ends With Us comes out. Is it this year? Which is the movie from Colleen Hoover's like best-selling book, It Ends With Us. And I'm pretty positive Blake Lively is playing one of the main characters in the movie, and I love Blake Lively, so that'll be really fun. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I really value my relationships with friends and family, especially as I'm getting older. I think it's important to check in with one another and spend quality time with the people you love. But sometimes I've noticed that I can get so caught up on what everyone else needs that I forget about my own. It's important to put yourself first, take time to focus on you when you're being your best self. That's when you can really be there for others, but it's definitely a tricky balance and that is where therapy can help. Therapy can help us find balance in our lives, how to set boundaries and positive coping skills. There's a way to support others without leaving yourself behind and feeling burnt out with the million other things we have going on in life therapy shouldn't feel like another task but with better help it's fully online so it's convenient flexible and can be from the comfort of your own home all it takes is a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you're all set so if you're thinking of starting your self-care journey give better help a try like I've said, I'm such a huge advocate for therapy. I think anyone can benefit. Talking to someone is so helpful just to give you a new perspective on things and also to just have someone to talk to about what you're feeling and what you're going through. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com mind today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mind. Definitely go give it a try. Speaking of things that I've been watching slash looking forward to watch, I I am indeed <laughs> watching The Vampire Diaries again. I don't know 
what possessed me to do that but i'm sorry i sometimes just don't have the capacity to process a new show and i'm not always looking to pay full attention when i have the tv on because sometimes i'm just like running around my apartment doing other things maybe i'm on my computer or on my phone and i'm not giving it my full attention but with the vampire diaries because i have watched it seven eight times maybe the thing is i'm like not proud to say that i think it's a little bit neurotic that i've done that i don't know if that's the right word that i'm looking for here but i don't know what that says about me i think it says that i like familiarity and i like things that bring me comfort so i'm not gonna look too deep into that but i am watching vampire diaries again i'm on season one and it's been a significant amount of time since i've watched it at least eight nine months So I kind of, I obviously remember pretty much everything, but it's hitting really nicely because sometimes I would literally finish season eight and then rewind to season one and there would be no in-between time for me to forget about it and then really miss it. So I've been watching that again, which has been really, really nice. I'm also currently reading Hopeless by Colleen Hoover. I think it's one of her earlier books. I'm pretty sure. I think it might be from 2013, which is a pretty significant time ago. And that was before she really even blew up and kind of went mainstream. And I'm like halfway through the book. I am having kind of trouble finishing it. It's pretty captivating, but I feel like also because it's set in high school, it just doesn't resonate with me as much anymore. I feel like now when I read, I like to read things that are people of my age group or a little bit older. I don't really like reading about like high school aged kids anymore because I just feel past that because that's not the season of life I'm in so it feels a little bit weird to read like a high school based romance type book but I've still been enjoying it I just need to finish it because I have like 50 pages left so I might as well since being back I've kind of been trying to get back into my routines that I was in prior to leaving I think I mentioned this in the last episode but I was kind of not bummed about leaving but I definitely knew I was going to miss my routines because I feel like prior to going on my trip I had such good workout routines and eating routines and just in life in general I feel like I was doing pretty solid with the flow of how I was doing things and now being back I'm kind of trying to find that groove again but I feel like I'm starting to get on a good track of that so that's been really nice I did a deep clean to my apartment which felt so good I noticed for me I don't really let things get dirty per se but I do let things get messy there's a difference (laughs) I feel like dirty is when things obviously are dirty and then messy just like having things thrown around I love being organized and it always sends my mind into a spiral when my space around me is disorganized and kind of just cluttered so I've been trying to keep you know my shit together in that way I really want to get back into my workout routine that I was in before leaving because I felt so so good I did quite a few workouts in Australia but then ever since coming home I've only done one or two which I'm not going to get on myself for but I'm definitely looking forward to starting that back up again so maybe tomorrow I'm not going to say maybe tomorrow is going to be a day I need to start doing that where instead of being like oh maybe I'll do this just commit to something and then do the damn thing because I will be so flaky and be like oh never mind so that's gonna be tomorrow I'm excited about that I really love moving my body in different ways I've been loving to go on really long walks some runs here and there I want to start going to my workout classes again because there was a period of time a few months ago where I was a Pilates reformer queen I was cycling all the time I haven't gone to a class in like a few months so I really want to get back into that I love like the community of workout classes there's something about it working out with other people in general is just a lot more motivating than working out by yourself if you can motivate yourself to work out you are unstoppable sometimes I can sometimes I can't sometimes the energy of just having other people around you will 
take you through your workout. So I'm really looking forward to getting back into that. I feel like going into the next few months, I just want to focus on feeling good and doing things that make me feel good, make my body feel good, make my mind feel good. I've been a lot more consistent with journaling, which has been so nice because I feel like I've always been the person who talks about wanting to journal, but I just never really did it. I never really quote unquote found the time to do it. Even though I had time to do it, I just didn't make time to do it. But I noticed for me, I'll journal a lot when my mental state isn't doing the best and then when I'm super happy, I don't. So right now my focus is not only journaling when things are kind of down, but also journaling when I'm feeling good. So that's kind of been something nice that I've been liking to do. I usually do it at night before I go to bed. It's very relaxing. It kind of gets me off my phone before bed, gets my thoughts out. For me, I just love a good brain dump. I think the way my brain works, I just need to brain dump before bed because I'm the type of person I'll have a lot of thoughts in my head before bed and then I won't be able to sleep because there's just all these things going on through my brain. So if I put it on paper, it's really, really helpful. And also therapy is something I've really been enjoying. I think I'm on session four or five now. I have one scheduled for next week. That's been another thing that I have been really liking to do and keep doing for myself. I feel like the first few sessions when you do therapy, it's kind of like entry stuff, getting to know you. I'm also going to someone who I've gone to in the past. And so it's not like we're completely starting from scratch, but I feel like in general, it's been a few years since I've gone. So it's just been kind of like catching up on everything. And now I feel like I'm starting to dive into the stuff that I want to dive into. That's been something I'm, I'm proud of myself for doing. It's not always easy to open up and be open to therapy, but I'm such a big advocate for it. And I have felt a really big difference even in the few sessions that I've done already so I'm excited to keep doing that and you know share whatever wisdom I get from that with all of you anyway that being said I think that's kind of everything that has happened in the past two weeks but I'm gonna flash back to two weeks before that when I left abroad to Australia a literal dream opportunity I don't I didn't think I would ever go to Australia it's such a cool place. The people are the best. The food was amazing. It was so fresh. I don't know what it was, but the food there, I never left a restaurant with my tummy hurting. I feel like I never had tummy aches when I was there, which is just unheard of because, you know, you go to a restaurant in America and your stomach freaking hurts. I don't know if anyone else is. Well, I know other people are like that because this is a common issue, but something about the food in Australia was really hit and different. And I will just be chasing that for the rest of my life. Also, I had the best matcha of my life while I was there and the best chai and the best coffee. And so now I'm kind of just chasing that feeling because I just had the best everything while I was there. But I was there for two weeks. I was with Hannah. We got to go together, which was such a special experience. Hannah and I have known each other for about six, seven years now. And she's one of my best friends. I love her so much. We haven't gone on a trip together or really had any solo one-on-one -on -one time in a really, really long time. It's been quite a few years. I feel like the last time was two or three or four years ago. And so this was a really special time for us. I feel like we got so much closer on this trip and from traveling together, we had both never been to Australia. And I wouldn't say it was a culturally shocking place just because there's no language barrier. Everyone speaks English. It doesn't really feel like you're in another world. Like for me, I remember when I went to Japan back in 2017, when I was in Japan, I felt like I was not on this earth. It just felt so shocking to be there. And Australia didn't really have that effect, but I was in shock and awe by it still, just not really culturally because 
it's not too, too different, but it's still different. We spent the first few days in Sydney, which was so fun, and went to some of the best restaurants I've ever been to, like Chin Chin's, Speedo's Cafe, Toddy's. If you ever are in Australia, you have to try those places in Sydney. I was just blown away by all the food we had there. Also, Sydney is just a really cool place. There's a lot of cool shopping spots. We went thrifting. The thrifting in Australia was so good. Had so many amazing finds. I haven't thrifted properly in a while, and I was just blown away. We went to this really cool place. I think it was called Newtown Vintage. I could be so wrong, but I'll, I think it was called Newtown Vintage. I could be so wrong, but all the stuff that was there was thrift stuff from Europe that was like extra so that was super cool. I think it was called Newtown Vintage. I could be wrong but that was one of the best thrift stores I've ever been in. There was so many vintage Levi's there, shirts, just everything you could think of. I got some really cute little like hair scarves that also double as like a little scarf top. I was just so impressed by the th thrifting in Sydney. So that was super cool. It's also a really good walking city, I feel like. We did a good amount of walking. We walked Bondi Beach. There's like a coastal walk, Bondi Beach. It was so cool being there because you hear about these places and you just think you'll never be able to go there or experience it. And then you do. I also felt that way experiencing the Sydney Harbor because I feel like as an American, when you're learning about Australia in school or talking about Australia, you think of the Sydney Harbor, like the opera house. So seeing that in real life was such a trip. I feel like it'd be equivalent to someone seeing the Statue of Liberty or the Empire State Building in New York City for the first time because it's just such an iconic landmark. So that was so, so cool. We actually had some Sydney tour guides who were bringing us around. It was Kulani Kini's PR girls who we have worked with for a while. They manage like the influencer PR stuff, Ashley and Bronte. They were so sweet. We got to go to a Kalani Kini's event and meet the whole Kalani Kini's team, which was so special. Hannah and I have both worked with them a lot in the past, and it was so cool meeting their team. We're such big fans of the brand, and so they had a little event, which we got to go to, and it was so fun. They are just the best team ever, and their company in general is just one of the best brands I've ever worked with. They're so kind. So Ash and Bronte actually were the ones who were showing us around Sydney, bringing us to all the cool spots. We just had the best time with them. It's always so cool going to a place and being guided around by locals who live there just because they know all the spots. So I feel like we got a really good experience in Sydney. The jet lag being there was pretty insane. I think from Hawaii, they are a day ahead, but then four or was it six hours behind? So we were kind of all out of whack, but it kind of worked in our favor because Hannah and I would literally go to bed. I'm not even shitting you at eight or 9 p.m., and that was like a late night for us. And then we'd wake up at like five or six. So really the jet lag was favorable because we got to wake up early, enjoy the day. Also, it was winter in Australia because different hemisphere. So opposite season from what we're experiencing. So it was actually a little bit on the chillier side when we were in Australia, which was so crazy. And also not to mention the whole driving on the opposite side of the road, the wrong side of the road. That was a trip. I would always accidentally get into the driver's seat because I thought it was the passenger seat and it's also just it feels really weird I'm so glad we didn't have to drive ourselves around and we had girls who were taking us around because I if I had to rent a car in Australia I would not trust myself <laughs> I'll say that I would be so thrown off so I respect to anyone who has driven abroad in places where you drive on the wrong side of the road because it was so scary also we almost got ran over a few times because since all the roads are switched Usually you would look left than right when you cross the sidewalk, but when you're in a place that drives on the opposite side, you look right to left. So 
we didn't really realize that at first. Thus, you know, we're like the stupid Americans who aren't looking the right way when they're crossing the road and just, you know, wreaking havoc. But we made it out without a scratch. After playing tourist in Sydney for a little bit was when the work trip started for a fun project that Hannah and I got to do, which I can't talk about yet, but I will be able to soon. Literally a dream project. Young me is screaming and just so in awe that I got to do this, but I'll talk about that more soon. However, the work trip started. We flew up to Byron Bay. Byron Bay kind of reminds me, it's up the coast. Byron Bay kind of reminds me of the North Shore here in Hawaii a lot. Just the vibe that was there. It was very small town kind of beach town, coastal city, not city, but like coastal town vibe, small town, just really cute little beachy shops, great beaches, great surf. Byron Bay was such a cool place. We were there pretty much strictly for work, so we didn't get to explore too much, but there was just a bunch of shoots and work stuff going on, so we were in Byron Bay for that, and then we got to fly up to the Whit Sundays. The Whit Sundays is an island off of Queensland, which is even more up the coast, so we got to go there, which was so cool. We stayed on this literal deserted island. Well, not deserted. That's so dramatic. We stayed at this resort island, which it was its own resort on an island, is the only thing there is that resort. It was called Palm Bay Resort, which I'll never be back to in my life, but it was really cool to experience that. It took two boat rides to get there, a flight, a road trip. It just was all the things. I do have two Australia vlogs on my YouTube channel. If you want to see like a visual of what we did, I love those vlogs. I'm definitely going to be 40 years old crying watching those Australia videos because Australia just was so special to me. So if you want to see what we got up to, definitely go check out my YouTube. But yeah, the weather in the Whit Sundays definitely did not cooperate with us there. However, we made it work. We had a lot of shoots going on, a lot of work stuff, and we were also there with the best team. I feel like I'm being very mysterious about what we were there for, but I promise, I promise you will find out very, very soon. And then after the Whit Sundays, we went back down to Sydney for a day before we went home. But I don't know what it was about Australia, but Hannah and I were just so captivated by it and we felt so near and dear <laughs> and close to it. You know, when you just visit a place for the first time and you just have a tie to that place, like your heart, I left a piece of my heart in Sydney. I literally got an I Heart Sydney t-shirt, like classic tourist I Heart Sydney because I love Australia. I want to go back so bad. I feel like there's more cities like Melbourne and Perth that I would love to visit one day. And it's just so crazy. First of all, I didn't realize that Australia is almost the size of the United States landmass wise. It's a little bit smaller. I never knew that. I thought Australia was teeny, teeny, tiny. No, no, no. But the craziest part is that Australia's population is only 20 million, which is pretty much the size of California, which is crazy considering the landmass is like the size of the United States except there's basically just no one there. <laughs> 20 million, I go, there's no one there. But everyone lives along the coast. Like, I feel like everyone I talked to said that no one lives inland because that's kind of just like the outback and everyone pretty much lives along the coast. But Australia was so cool. I don't know what it was. It just felt like such a special place to me. I did make some impulsive decisions there, which kind of were impulsive, but not super impulsive. I had a feeling that I was going to like Australia just because I've heard the best things about it and something about it was, has just always been so alluring to me and so I told myself at the beginning of the trip, if this place becomes very special to me, I'm going to get a tattoo here to remember it because I don't know, something about it, I just had such a pull to it. So on the last day, we literally were flying out that night, I made it a point to walk into a tattoo studio 
on Bondi Beach and I got a bikini top tattooed on my arm. Kind of impulsive, kind of not. I knew I've always wanted like a little bikini tattoo that wasn't really inspired by the Australia trip, but it also just matched perfectly for what we were doing there. So I have a little bikini top on the inside of my right arm now. And I don't know, I'm in a tattoo mood and you know, we just never know what's going to be next. I never thought I would be this way. I always thought I would be like the non-tattooed girl, but here I am. I have like six now, I think. I think six or seven. It's just funny because me a year ago would have never thought that I would be getting these little teeny beady, these little tattoos, which are small and they're really cute, but I just never thought I would be someone who got tattoos. Yet here I am wanting even more but I got tattooed in Australia, which was so cool. Every time I look at it, I just think of Australia and think of how special it was. It reminds me of what an amazing time I had there. And that's something I want to remember for the rest of my life. I just want to spend more time there. If I could, I would move there. I'm not going to say never because you really never know with life, but I wouldn't not move there. <laughs> I mean, that would be a whole debacle, but Australia was very, very special to me, so I got something to remind me of it forever on my body. I got tattooed in Australia. Very exciting. And then on the last day, we knew we didn't want to leave Australia without seeing some authentic Australian animals. So we went to Symbio Wildlife Park and we got to play with kangaroos and feed them, see some koalas, which first of all, let me just talk about kangaroos. I was, I don't know, what I thought kangaroos looked like. Like I, I knew what they looked like. I didn't realize how big they were and how scary and intimidating. They kind of remind me of like giant rats, but not in like a gross way, but they're just like these huge animals that hop on two feet. The way they move is kind of scary, but it's also kind of funny. And we had a good experience with them. Nothing bad happened, but they were just so funny that we had a whole flock around us eating from our hands. So that was super cool. We also got to see koalas in real life, which they literally look like stuffed animals. It's kind of crazy that they're actual, actual real animals. So that was really cool. We also got to play with some goats and shit and just like other animals. And I don't know, there's something that awakens the inner child in people when you go to like a wildlife park or a zoo. So I'm really glad we got to do that. That just felt like the proper thing to do when you're in Australia. You got to see a kangaroo and a koala. So we kind of closed out our trip with that, which was super cool. Speaking of animals, I also had a really traumatic experience with cockroaches in the Whit Sundays because we were on this resort on this island. We were kind of in this like treehouse bungalow-esque thing. And you know, when you're staying in a place like that, yes, it was very nice, but you kind of, and also when you're in freaking Australia, you kind of have to expect the worst when it comes to spiders or cockroaches. I actually didn't have any issues with spiders, which I am just thankful to this day that I didn't have a run-in with a scary ass spider because I just know I would never return if I had encountered one. But we did have some cockroach incidences in the little bungalow we were staying at. First one being, I was on FaceTime with Micah. It was like 6 a.m. in the morning. Hannah was off getting her hair and makeup done for the day. And I was FaceTiming my boyfriend. And I look at the screen, like I'm looking at myself on the FaceTime screen and I see something run across the top of like the headboard. And lo and behold, it was a giant cockroach just skittling its way casually across the bed, basically right above where we sleep. So that was really humbling. I kind of trapped it. And then a few hours later, flash forward, I'm going through my suitcase to find an outfit for the day. And what crawls out of my suitcase? Another cockroach. And I trapped that one under a cup because I didn't know what else to do with it. I'm not going to lie. When I trap 
like cockroaches and stuff it's trapped under a cup because i cannot bring myself to smush it there's no something about like the idea of crunching a cup no i'm not no i'm not doing that i'm not touching it i'm not interacting with it i'll just cover it with a cup and then ask someone else to deal with it because that will not be me after that after from the wit sundays we went back to sydney like i said that morning that we left i was putting on my shoes for the day we had already gone through a whole plane ride My suitcase had been up in the air, like 50,000 feet or whatever, up in the air. I go to put on my shoes the next day. We're back in Sydney. And a cockroach comes flying out of my shoe. Maybe not flying. I'm being, I'm fabricating a little bit. Comes crawling out of my shoe, skittering away. And I run after it with a wine glass in my hand because there was wine glasses in the hotel room and I trapped it under a cup in the hallway. Don't know what ended up happening to that. But yeah, so I had some incidences with cockroaches but no spider stories which i'm honestly not even mad about the whole cockroach thing because i feel like i'm used to them here i'm very spooked by them but i'd rather that than a scary ass australian spider because i was just warned about it and i was so scared i was gonna have a run-in but i didn't so that's really positive one thing that really threw me off about australia was even though they speak english a lot of their terminology is so different their words that they use a lot of phrases that they say i've just never heard of so i wrote a few down i didn't get to write down all of them just because i feel like there were so many but there's a lot of cute little phrases so i'll share some with you i learned that they call an elevator a lift so oh you want to go to the second floor let's go take the lift They call the trunk of a car the boot, which I don't know what the correlation of that is, but that's what they call it. They say keen a lot. Like, oh, are you keen on going to brunch? Are you keen on going to the beach? Which I think is so cute. And I'm not going to lie, I've been that annoying bitch ever since coming back that I just like use these phrases and people are like, oh, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh, well, when I spent time abroad, I'm like, I'm the one that people are like, please respectfully shut up. But their terminology and their phrases and their words are so cute. I feel like I could just listen to an Australian person talk all day long. They also say good on you. Like, oh my gosh, you got an A plus on your college exam. Good on you. Stuff like that is so cute. This is also so random, but something else that threw me off, Hannah and I both so much. I didn't even realize this was a thing, but you drive on the right side in America. You drive on the left side in like Australia and other countries. Right. I didn't realize that in America, you walk on the right side of people. Like when you're on the sidewalk, you veer towards the right. And when you're walking straight on with someone, typically you both go go towards the right. In Australia, you walk on the left, which let me tell you, got us a lot of looks when we would try to go to the right, but they were trying to go to their left. So like we'd end up like almost bumping into them and they're probably like, what are you doing? People walk on the left there, which took a while to adjust to, but I guess it makes sense because that's how they drive, but I just thought that was so interesting. Also, this is, I think, the most groundbreaking thing I learned. In Australia, they call Shirley Temples fire hydrants or pink lemonades. And the story of me finding this out was so embarrassing, I'm not going to lie, because we were at a restaurant and I asked for a Shirley Temple and the waitress looks at me and she's very confused. She's like, uh, what? And I was like, oh, it's like grenadine, that red sauce with like Sprite. First of all, they call Sprite lemonade there. They don't call it Sprite. (laughs) So I'm like explaining this to her and she's like, uh, okay. So she kind of whips me up something that's kind of similar. It was honestly good. And then I went out the next night, asked for Shirley Temple again. And that's when I learned from the people that I was at dinner with that they're called pink lemonades. 
pink lemonades or fire hydrants. My mind was blown. And when I shared this on my Instagram, it was actually funny because my Australian followers were actually DMing me and they were like, we had no idea when you said pink lemonade or when you said Shirley Temples, you were talking about pink lemonades. I live in Australia and I've always thought that I could never get a Shirley Temple here because they don't exist here. But literally that is a pink lemonade is a Shirley Temple for them, but they call it that, which is so mind blowing to me. And it's really cute. And I got, you know, accustomed to that. But in my head, I'm like, what do you call actual pink lemonade? Like, do they not have pink flavored lemonade? But do they even have regular lemonade? Because to them, lemonade is Sprite. So confused. I think that was the biggest, most mind-blowing thing I learned there. But very important for me to learn. So if you are an Australian listener and you're listening to this, a pink lemonade is a Shirley Temple. And if you've been like, oh, dang, Ava talks about Shirley Temples, but I can't try them because we don't have them here. Yes, you do. They're just called that. And I was very mind blown. And I think people also were like, what is this girl talking about when I would ask for it at a restaurant? So that was honestly really cool to learn. Speaking of food related things, I tried Vegemite, (laughs) which was an experience. We had it on toast with some butter. Not my favorite thing. Hannah and I did like a taste test for it. And I really went into it with high hopes. I was open to trying it but it tasted like thick soy sauce. It was just very bitter. And I'm not gonna lie, as much as I wish I could be like, I loved Vegemite. (laughs) I love Australia. I love Vegemite. I know I took one bite and I was like, never again uh, is this going in my mouth. So I tried that. But another thing I tried that changed my life was Tim Tams. It's this like chocolate dipped wafer thing. Oh my gosh, when I tell you I brought like six different packs home and I've been sharing it with everybody, but also like not really sharing it too much because I've been eating them by myself. Tim Tams are the best thing I've ever tasted in my life and I'm just going to scrounge the internet looking for some to ship to the United States because Tim Tams are so good. I'd never had one before and it is the most delicious thing I've ever tried. So that was another one of my little Australia favorites is discovering that little snack. But yeah, that was kind of my Australia experience. Like I said, if you want to see more of what we did, definitely go watch my YouTube videos. Check out my Instagram. I posted a lot from that trip. The main reason why we're there, I can't talk about yet. So I feel like that's why I'm not really able to say what exactly we were doing. But there's so much to do in Sydney, so much to do in Byron. I definitely want to go back. I know for sure I would love to visit the Gold Coast one day melbourne perth which is on the opposite side but i really want to go back one day spend some more time there it was such a cool place and i'll never forget about it and now i really can't because i have permanent ink on my body to remind me of that trip so i'm finally home i'm back for the month of may i'm traveling a bunch in june which i'm really excited about i have some super fun trips planned but i'm really enjoying being at home right now I'm so excited to be back on the podcast. I missed you. I will not just drop off the face of the earth again and leave you hanging. So I'll talk to you next Wednesday. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm glad we got to catch up. And that was everything on my mind. 